Angelina Jolie stars in the origin story of the not so evil witch Maleficent. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 80. Eight zero. Eight we're zero. Old. We're, yeah, we're, we're still old. <laughs> We've been getting old. old. <laughs> We've been getting older old. and older and older and older. This is a, an interesting, I mean, I guess it's not really a milestone. 80 is kind of like in the middle between. Oh, but it's a cool number. I like that number. Yeah. 80% a beer above, right? Yeah, dude. Mm, solid. Average. <laughs> a beer That's above? That's above average. 80% oh, a B or a B. above. I heard a beer above. I'm like, what is a beer above? It's a B above. It's a beer above, above. a beer. <laughs> uh, this week, we are talking about the 2014 live action film, Maleficent. 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 <laughs> no, he says like, Maleficent. Maleficent. <laughs> it's a Scottish accent, bro. Everybody was pretty Scottish in this movie. It was mostly just him. I think. Yeah, I, I think there was. I one don't know Scottish if I heard any other Scottish accent. What about the Dalbian or Daquan? De- De- whatever Devon. Diaval. Diaval. Daquan. Diaval. About that guy, Stop. he sounded pretty Scottish. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I he's know. English though, yeah. so I'm gonna go with he's not Scottish. Anyways, anyways, we're talking about Maleficent, the live action, um, which Scottish is bird. cool because we've done Sleeping Beauty already. That's right. And the new Maleficent movie is coming out, I think, next week on yes, October 18th. That's right. So. Actually, it'll be at the end of this week that this episode is coming out. Yes, yeah, so go. Coming out this week, y'all. This week. Coming this out. Friday? This, this Friday? this Friday. Before we go, we can watch it. Sweetie. This, this Friday, Friday as of, is this as as of, of this the 18th recording. of October. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see his face. <laughs> He's confused because we're guys, recording this on October seventh. Sometimes podcasts are time travel, you yeah. know. Sometimes wibbly wobbly timey wimey mm-hmm. stuff. Anyways, That's right. you we're just made a Doctor Who reference. I did. Yeah. I only know that that I don't know anything about Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Anyway, I'm not bleeping that um, one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Andre, first impression of the live accent, Maleficent. The live accent. <laughs> this you accent guys, is not I can't. Recorded. I, I keep thinking of accents in my head, and things live are coming. Up, things are coming out of my mouth that shouldn't be. Um, okay. this movie is really cool. I I remember mm-hmm. seeing it for the. Well, I, I guess I don't remember that well, but I did see it uh, once when it came out. I think in theaters, maybe. Or maybe at home. I, I don't really remember. But I remember. I, don't re- know I remember enjoying it. it. I remember. I remember liking it. Um, but upon watching it this time, I had forgotten a fair amount of stuff that had happened in this movie, and they really paint Maleficent in like an interesting light. And it it it, I, it really like opens up the whole uh, backstory to Sleeping Beauty, and and kind of makes that movie better. Yeah, that's true. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right, Luis. What is your first impression of Maleficent? Maleficent. I love, I love this movie. It's probably my favorite Disney movie. Whoa. 
Wow. You? Top five? <laughs> top. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was a callback. <laughs> top five. <laughs> top five. For sure. Whatever were the, was the top five. At least sure in live actions, down. right? Yeah, no. there we go. And everything. Oh, <laughs> he likes this movie. He really likes this movie. Okay, Luis. Look at I really like He likes it. Emily, first impression. Um, I, like Andre, saw this movie once before and remember pretty much liking it. Mm-hmm. And I remember that I that she was good and the king was bad. Like, yeah. uh, that's what I remembered. And I remembered lots of fire at the end. Like, that's really, like, where I was with the right. remembering. <laughs> um, but it... Bless you, sweetie. I don't know Aww. if you can hear that through this. That was so cute. Podcast Mary baby. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> baby sneezing on my nubbins. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed the take on the story. Yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was a good twist. It's very well um, written. I like a I like a good um, she's not so bad story. I mean, everyone <laughs> loves Wicked. Yeah. And this is that type of Wicked story. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you know. She had her reasons. She has her reasons. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know everything. You don't mm-hmm. know me. Mm-hmm. Don't like judge it. me okay. by my horns, son. All right. Okay. <laughs> like a wing. Okay. <laughs> Didn't even know you had wings, uh. girl. <laughs> all right. So you were gonna skip over my first impression. I heard you. You I said all right. So I, I was gonna. Mm. I was gonna mention who the writer was, but I'll do it after yours. Well, okay. That <laughs> sounds like a good idea. <laughs> 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 okay, if you so don't want to get smack when we get home. Yep. So for me, um, I don't remember diddly about this movie. I just remember <laughs> it had Angelina I'll Jolie. I'll have you know, I so don't remember diddly. And it was hard diddly. because Andre and I got a little pumped before we watched this movie. So oh I'm going to yeah, set the right. backstory. Last week, backstory. we went to Oogie backstory. Boogie Bash Halloween party at Disneyland, and they were pushing Maleficent because it's going to come out sure. soon, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Maleficent was there on her throne. That was cool. So, hold and on. Was she, like, like, uh, like a like cartoon a version? No, no. Like or, a, like, like a live actress. action version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it oh, was an actress, she but. she wasn't green. So, I oh, maybe no, she was green. She wasn't green, but she definitely had the outfit on from the cartoon. Okay. I was just wondering. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We went to the um, the Muppets Theater right there because they had a preview of uh, Malef- the next Maleficent movie, Mistress of Evil, that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, a red carpet, and there was, like, video cameras and everything going on. So we were like, what's going on? This is weird. So they played the, li- the, the preview, and then the actress who plays Sleeping Beauty, Elle Fanning, came out, and they did an interview with her. Yeah. So that was really, really cool. So we got to see her and, like, hear her interview. And so then it, like, hyped me up even more. I'm jealous. That's really cool. It was so really how cool. far away were you? Oh, like 10 feet away from her? Well, uh, we wow. weren't 10 feet away. We were probably, like, we were like uh, in the like tenth row. five or six rows back, something like that. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know feet. That sounds like so wait, close. You, you guys just <laughs> made yeah. it to the one she was in. So there was like this. She wasn't going to be in. No, she wasn't there for no. all of them. So there was like this, the red carpet, and then there was like this sign, and it said, "Do not pass this if you're not comfortable with being filmed." And I was like, "I'm going in there, right?" <laughs> so they, I'm it was, about and, and they gave us all camera, these son. like headdresses of like, um, you know, like Burger King hats, but the Burger King hats <laughs> were Maleficent ears. Yeah. You know what I mean? Horns. Like those, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm just imagining Burger King hats in Disneyland. That was good. Yes. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. King hat. So um, then like the Disneyland ambassador, Josh Tomorrow came out and he was like, are you guys ready for this? We're going to take photos and do some filming. And then they did like some little trivia stuff. And then we watched the preview 
And then he, like, had mentioned Michelle Pfeiffer's name twice. So I was like, Michelle Pfeiffer's coming out, right? But, no, it was Elle Fanning, which was really cool. And she talked about, like, how when she watched, when she first recorded this film, she was 14. So just so you guys know, like, in this movie, she was 14. Um, which makes sense because she actually did look pretty young. Yeah. So she's, like, ol- older now and recording this movie. So she just, like, talked a lot about her experience of, like, working with Angelina Jolie. That's and, super And cool. being Sleeping Beauty and stuff. So then I was even more excited that we were doing this movie. Mm-hmm. So that's just my backstory. But did it live up to it? I was kind of worried that I was going to be too hyped for rewatching it. Um, but, no, this movie's amazing. Yeah. You mean her name is Beastie. Her name is Elle Fanning, but yes. Beastie. No, Beastie. We also saw Heidi Klum at Disneyland. At Disneyland, just so you guys know, <laughs> we were like Louise that would one. Like you we were actually like five feet away Beastie. from Beastie. Beastie. Okay, I'll call her Beastie. <laughs> Heidi Klum or Elle Fanning? No, <laughs> both. <laughs> okay. Yeah, everybody's Beastie. Um, um. So it lived up to it. So if we all thought this movie was good, that makes me very excited for the next one. Yeah, I think the next one, w- the, the 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 preview that they that they showed, it did it did look cool. Yeah, it looked really like cool. The preview. I kind of wish. So I can give a backstory. I guess her and Prince Philip are. Oh, you're gonna spoil the second movie? That's not spoiling no, the second no, movie. No, we're, we're, we're recording Maleficent. That's a thing. Yeah. Well, we okay. Let's, let's never mind. Yeah, talk about this mind. one. Okay. Well, you've been you you ber- you were told. Okay. <clears throat> let's start from the very beginning. Tim a very good place to start. Wrong no, song. Different movie. Yeah. Louise, let's start <laughs> from the beginning. What happens at the beginning of this movie? You guys know I'm terrible at narrating. I'll comment. Uh, <laughs> we, see a a we see a girl in the moors. So maybe we should talk about Here. there's a kingdom and Let there's the moors. Yeah, so <laughs> this world has two <coughs> facets. And I'm just going to throw it out there. That the first thing I said was this was very Lord of the Ringsy. Like yeah. it felt yep. very, True. not so much that it was Lord of the Rings, but it felt very like Middle oh. Earth-like. You know what it seemed like Middle e- Medieval-y. Narnian. Narnian kind of. after... Yeah. Um, in the Prince Caspian one, so you know, ain't nobody seen that far. Like when they, when they were like, uh, when the kids leave, and it's been like t- twenty or two thousand years or something like that, and they pr- there's a divide now between the humans and the Narnians. That's what it seems like. Yes. Right. So they're they have two different areas. They have the Moors, which is the all the elvi- pretty much all the creatures, all and the magical stuff, magical Fairies stuff, and, and then the human kingdom. And they make it seem very off the bat that the humans have, they're just overly ambitious. Yeah. Um, and they they want more than they can get. Greedy. Yes, they're greedy. And the creatures are just happy with their beautiful area. Yeah. But they try to stay untouched from humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and They don't really have a ruler. They're just kind no. of. Yeah. They just do that. Out there, living, splashing. Having like, living their best life for sure. Mm-hmm. Although it does seem like Maleficent's the ruler. Without Eventually. Well, the she's a kid at this point, right at the beginning. Yeah. At the beginning, she's like a, she's like eight <laughs> or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but I mean, like, everybody. They all just kind of look out they for each other. They all know her, and they all, it's she's, she's very friendly. It's because she's the strongest fairy, so we'll, we'll get to that. So Yeah, so we learn she's a fairy, which yeah. is, like, the first interesting plot point. Because right. we always think of her as, like, an evil sorceress, so, like, she's a witch or and something. And also, there are other fairies in this, and they don't look like her. They are not the same kind of fairy. That's the first discrepancy. We're going to get into that in the second movie. (laughs) There it is. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But yes, uh, so she she definitely looks very um, uh, unique. She is a a human-sized person. She looks like a harpy. Do you guys know what harpies are? Yeah, they're like that... um, the creature that... They're like the the mermaids of the sky or whatever. Pretty much. They're like winged 
sirens mm-hmm. yeah. that are like humanoids, mm-hmm. like less, less, less little less bird. More, more I don't lady. think I know what that is. Let me look it up. Let's sure. look it up so you can see what it looks like. It looks like a human Gryffindor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, a human griffin, yes. <laughs> a human Gryffindor. <laughs> she looks like, like Harry Potter. I said human Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, actually, oh. these are these are much more birdie than the. Well, the harpy's more birdie. Yeah. But her wings look like that. But that's pretty. That's she's pretty much close. like that, though. Yeah. I mean, but her body is okay. So I could see she's she's and a fairy. She has harpy. like horns. Okay, yeah. So we learned she's a fairy, which honestly. Um, I was telling Andre from like a Sleeping Beauty perspective, you, we really don't know what she is. Like you said, like she's a sorceress, but like, why does she have horns and why is her face green and why does she hate the kingdom? You're right. But tell like, me, I love the fact that she is a fairy because yeah. then that makes sense as to why she's so mad that nobody invited her to right, this christening. Because yeah. all the other fairies, all the other, other rabble, I mean, we'll, we'll get into that because there's a real reason <laughs> she. She pissed, and girl can be pissed all she wants. Well, I mean, power. to jump ahead, because I know we won't touch on this. I don't think nobody invited those three stooges. They invited themselves. Yeah, they did. They kind of did. In this version, up. they did. So, yeah. like, I wonder, had I'm not those gonna three stooges not gone, would I Mal think, even have Well, been? Yeah, I think she, she still would have been mad. She still would have gone. From this movie. Diavol still would have told her what was happening. Um, So... We learned very early on that Maleficent's like a happy kid. Like, yeah. she's magical. She enjoys herself. Um, she lives in this great magical Moors place. Then they inform her that there is a human at um, basically like the Lake of Jewels. Mm-hmm. And it, they find this human and that he's stealing some of the jewels from the lake. So she meets this human. And makes him return the jewels. And we learn that this human is named um, Stefan. 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 Yeah, Steph they, they say Stefan. <laughs> Steph- oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare compare him to <laughs> Steph Curry. Uh, yeah, Steph Curry is a good dude. Right. Stefan ain't. Okay. So we learn that um, Stefan. Stefan um, is basically an orphan, and so is Maleficent. Both of their parents have passed on. He is poor and doesn't really have anything he said he lives in a barn but he looks at the castle and says one day i'm gonna live there so this is kind of sounds nicely ambitious yeah Yeah, nicely uh, kid-like ambition you know that's okay sure um and um maleficent wants to see him again and so they like shake hands as like a bye Mm -hmm. and this is where we learn that iron burns fairies so stefan is wearing an iron ring and it burns her hand. And so he pit- takes the ring off and tosses it, mm. which Maleficent found very like, intriguing. Like, okay. wow, this human who we've always broke. been told that humans are bad, mm. who's broke, threw his ring just so he could basically hold her hand or shake her hand, you know, out yeah. of respect or whatever. So this is where their kind of quote unquote childlike love story starts flourishing. They're just friends at first. And. Yeah, over time their romance blossoms. It's actually really cute. The the this iron whole beginning scene, like I could watch over and over it's and over. It's very sweet. It's very well written too. Yeah, that it's really cute. seems kind of like a little bit of like the classic romantic love story where you're genuinely friends, and then it turns into more than that. Right. Yeah, yeah. which and is it over time. It makes too. it sweet. Yeah, like you mm-hmm. said. I mean, how old do you think <coughs> they were? Did you say like eight or nine? Yeah, yeah. Like eight or nine. Like and they're then young. And then they they talk about the kiss that they have. Yes. At so on sixteen. Her, so this this is very important. So on her sixteenth birthday, Stefan gave her a gift, which was a kiss, 
and he told her that it was true love's kiss. So that's like very important. The fact that it was his 16th birthday and that it was true love's kiss. And I appreciate the importance of that. Yes, me too. It's so good. Then unfortunately, Stefan just doesn't really, he just kind of falls off the wagon. Like he, uh, um, Maleficent wagon. He, yeah, he's kind of done with Maleficent. He's becoming quote unquote more of a man and grown up, and it's falling prey to um, human ambitions, uh, which is really big in this kingdom, I guess. Human ambitions, you know. So he. He's doing his best to get all up in that castle. So, honestly, I think Maleficent's handling it pretty well, considering he was like, true love's kiss, and goodbye. She's also taking on more responsibility. She has now become the protector of the Moors. So, not the queen, the protector. Not the queen, the protector. So, she's flying around. She's making sure stuff's looking right. She's like the... the, the Scout, kind of. Yeah, she's like the coolest security guard ever. And she's... Now she's Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> girl can get it one time. She's Wait, I thought she was Maleficent. How'd she turn into a real-life character? Dude. I don't know. Angelina Jolie. Person. Angelina. Well, she went from child to Angelina, so. Yeah. Is this the Angelina origin story or Maleficent? It, it might be Angelina's origin story. I don't know. Oh, she looks good either way. I don't know who's, whose uh, story so it is. I don't know about those cheekbones, though. Well, they're fake. They don't look good. Cut me with them, baby. Let's go. I'm, no. I'm all about them cheekbones. I mean, if you've seen, like, Maleficent in the cartoon has cheekbones like that. They did a good job of portraying it from yeah, cartoon but they're to rounded. live action. Okay, let's talk about those cheekbones, because the cheekbones were actually a call back to Lady Gaga's Born This Way oh, really? CD cover. If you look at her CD cover, it looks exactly the same. Oh, yeah, I remember oh. that. Uh, and as also... To be a part of, you know, like like looking like the character um, from the animated movie. So they added prosthetics like they did yeah, to they Lady didn't. Gaga to uh, make her cheekbones more exaggerated. I yeah. know. Uh, I think I sent you a video of how they like. Oh, you did. And I'm did that. It. It's, it's so cool. cool. Like how she becomes Maleficent. Like, let's be real. Angelina Jolie has cheekbones for days anyways. Straight up. Um, and honestly, I, I will say here, too, that. The child they cast as Maleficent did a wonderful job. Yeah, she was Very good. convincing. Mm-hmm. And Angelina Jolie as Maleficent is obviously like A+. Plus. She's great. Well, and I was reading up on the casting, and apparently most, if not all, except for like Stefan and all those ones don't really count because they don't have like a the same role mm-hmm. in, in, in both. But the other characters were cast because of their likeness to the animated characters. Oh, okay. Because I think they wanted to keep as much of the origin story, like origin meaning the mm-hmm. original um, Sleeping, Beauty. Sleeping Beauty story, because they weren't telling the same story. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. I appreciate. I, I thought it that, that was brilliant. Right. Good. Um, so we, we soon find out that, um, what's the current king's name? I don't know if they Stupid. name him. They do name him. I just can't think of it right now. I didn't okay. put his so name there, down there's a current king, and um, you're right, he's stupid. <laughs> so he <laughs> I- basically said, stoop, stoop. said that he promised his people that one day he would take the Moors, and they're learning that Maleficent is there and that she's this very strong fairy. So, you know, for no reason whatsoever, they decide to attack, basically. Well, like, you know. It's not like they attacked him first or anything. Yeah. Well, in their eyes, they have a reason. 
The, re- so the reason is dumb, but yeah, 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 yeah. The but reason I get is what you mean. there's a gigantic fairy out there. She's getting super strong, and we don't know what she's capable of. Let's so just wait, 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 this is, is the whole that people don't like what they don't know oh. type of thing. That wasn't the first one. That's the second reason. What was the first reason? He d- he told his people because that he would take the Moors one or day. something like oh, that. Yes, okay. they want to take the yeah. riches. But the Andre, oh, the you're Moors. correct in saying that after uh, Maleficent pretty much lays a smackdown with you know oh, yeah. a with couple of trees roots and you know then stuff. that was all like all the ants me. yeah all the ants they yeah. finally decided to fight for once <laughs> back when they were young right yeah. 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 So yeah. There, young there's ants. this <laughs> whole fight That's scene hilarious. going and maleficent has just really grown into like a powerful person you know um that whole fight scene was really really Dude, cool the action in this movie is awesome yeah it yeah is. she was we got a fight scene waste. early on i'm like well we 20 minutes into this movie exactly. okay yeah so they have their fight, and the king either gets oh he gets struck down by her. Yeah, Maleficent yes. strikes him down, and he do- he doesn't die, he but doesn't he's die. like on his deathbed. He's and very this hurt. Is so oh, funny. She hit me with the spiky wings. Are you ready? He's like, I see you waiting for me to die. <laughs> right? That's what he says. <laughs> Hilarious. And we're watching it, and me and Louis start laughing, mm-hmm. and Adeline goes, "Die." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Andre wrote in his notes that these dummies are all Gryffindors. (laughs) (laughs) They literally are flying like a basically like a Gryffindor lion banner or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like, let's go do it. Let's take it before it takes us. I'm like, these are some straight up Griffies. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Also, the CGI looks really good. Yeah, I thought so. The the whole movie is is shot really well. It looks it looks really good. Um, (laughs) uh, There's one thing I do not like at any point. And we'll talk about that. Oh, I was, gu- I was going to say, is it just like the close-up shots of Maleficent flying? Because like some of those, you know, you looked a little wireworky, but everything yeah, else looked, looked really good. That didn't oh, bug no, me. The no? Oh, okay. Oh, well, oh, okay, they yeah. suck. They're <laughs> funky. <laughs> it was interesting because I watched this movie once, and then I watched the first half again with Andre, and I was like, dude, Maleficent's kill count right now is real high. Like, she was taking down dudes, right? Yeah. Um, so she's pretty cool. But like yeah. you said, she kind of struck down um, the king. and King Henry, he by the way. King Henry, there we go. So King Henry, there basically he has a daughter, so there's not necessarily a king bloodline for him. So he tells all of the lords of the castle, um, whoever strikes down Maleficent will be king if you avenge me. Um, Stefan... Um, he's, not a he's not a lord, but he seems like a he's like, like a, a servant, like an errand boy, basically. Yeah. Pretty much like overhears that who and shouldn't get it, right? Someone who shouldn't get it. He overhears it and is like, "Well, you know, I, I, oh. I, I can." You can see his ticker ticking like in his head when he hears it, and I'm like, mm. "No, he's gonna go be mean to Maleficent." Well, and that's the worst part is that he's really the only person that has the end to the Morris. Yeah. He's the only person that would ever be able to get in there with. Mm-hmm. Any luck? I bet at the rest all. of them. It would have taken them like ten more years to even get in there and oh, figure yeah. out where she is and Maybe. how to how to take her down. Or exactly. Like that. And then he's even more rude. He goes and calls her name and is like, "Oh, Maleficent, I just have to warn you, they're gonna kill you." And I'm like, "Nah, you're rude, dude. You're rude." Th- this dude. whole thing, like, I was like stewing on the inside because I didn't remember exactly what yeah. happened. Yeah. I remember. Somehow she lost her wings. Yeah, right. but I didn't remember it was a certain somebody who did it. I also and it was really that. rough for me to watch. Like I was pissed. Well, and <coughs> I he should have just killed her. <laughs> like that was worse. Well, it was. I agree. I thought the exact same thing. I thought like it was like a, almost a worse betrayal. Yeah. Well, and it was sad because he's like talking to her and cuddling with her, and then they the narrator's like, "It's like no time had passed," and I'm like, "No, he's gonna be mean." 
because well in this next part it's funny because it's hard i don't want to get like super far into it because that'll take us on a whole different type of conversation mm -hmm. but when i was reading um just about this movie many many people have made the argument or made the like connection mm -hmm. that her waking up after having been because he pretty much like he burns her wings off with iron well well, well yes yeah. but mm -hmm. he pretty much um i don't want to say he poisons her but he like oh yeah, yeah. he poisons he, her to sleep yeah he, he, he like roofied her he basically. roofies her pretty much yeah and she, falls she wakes asleep. up yeah. and she's been she's taken been advantage violated of. Absolutely. violated and she's in pain too well, and oh. in the same way i mean it's you can see traumatic you can see where people are saying like the statement of what that means yeah. is very important in our, not that it hasn't been important for years and years and years, but it's very prevalent right in our now. culture right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, Ooh, when it was you look at it from watch. that, yeah, when you look at it from that kind of standpoint. Maybe that's why it was rough and I didn't even realize like it. Yeah. yeah, it's you know. it's well, and it's yucky. I I was I was livid with props, with props, Stephane. props to Angelina Jolie because when she's screaming and crying when she woke up, she did a real good job of doing that acting. Because I was like, oh, oh god, yeah. like she is heart wrenching my heart right now. Well, especially <laughs> from someone that's supposed to be like your powerful, your, the closest person. To yeah, you, you know? they took her identity. It was oh, her, yeah. her closest friend. She that trusted was her identity. him implicitly, you know, and then he he took full advantage. And this is awful. And, and uh, then I was fully on her side. As soon as as soon as she woke up, oh, was I was screaming, like, I was like, dude down. Whatever was you got to like, do. Take him down. Like, <laughs> you do you. You boo -boo. do you. This was a girl okay. power. But it just made me love Maleficent all the more. Because, I mean, and even I, as she, I. Oh yeah, you just you're just ready for her to be evil. Like yes. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care. And this is the thing about all <laughs> villains is they have an origin story, right? And as an adult, it's way more fun to me to like love the villains and be super into oh, them. For sure. So a movie like this was just like on the money. Now I want to go back and watch. I mean, I know that that was not the intent for like the original Sleeping Beauty, but right. now I want to go back and be like, ooh. Well, but at least ooh. it explains it because I used to be like, why does she hate that? Yeah, baby? I was looking over my notes for the original Sleeping Beauty. I was like, this is a lot of effort. And Sleeping Beauty to curse a baby. doesn't like, even what is like happening? talk in that movie. She's mm -hmm. like, what, 16 lines? <laughs> yeah, it's like a really, a really small amount. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Maleficent's, her, her motives are, are pretty like vague in that, yeah. in that movie. But in this, and, and so when this was starting to come out and they were putting out trailers for it, I'm like, how are they going to justify <laughs> this lady going to curse a baby to sleep for forever, for eternity or whatever? And then uh, the, the wings get burned off and you're like, do it. Do, do whatever you got to do to get revenge on this fool. I hate him. It's sad. So so Stefan takes the wings to the king and he's like, okay, uh, you will be she rewarded. She is vanquished. So, yeah, and that <laughs> was even worse because I'm like, she ain't dead. You have to lie to the king too. Like, you're dumb. Uh, it's making me mad. So the, the next part is cool. So Maleficent like, can't really walk because she like flies everywhere yeah. you know what i mean and so she conjures this stick as her cane which like i love that right and i was like oh they did a good job putting every element from the original like mm -hmm. having a purpose here not just like she just has a cool cane right. like cool canes i mean cool i like cool canes she just wants a pimp stick it's cool but yeah. like it was maybe why she, she had, had it reason to have it mm -hmm. that's cool yeah, yeah she got them brittle baby bird bones and you know oh, it's hard to walk hard to walk bones. on them really I mean, I assume if you have wings and you're flying, your that's body like is the strongest have part of her body. Legs. So that's why the she whole time she'd be chilling with uh, uh, Stefan, she'd be hovering? I mean, her yeah, legs. Yeah, if you saw the, the image of him kissing her, she was like hovering but above the ground. But all eight years no, that they've known it's each not other, like, it's not like she can't walk or, or that she can't stand on the ground. But also, you know, she's 
heavily, not doing she's weighted it. down by her wings. Her wings can like elevate her, her and lift her up. She's magical. I think it's so more kinda of a balancing, yeah, rather than yeah. her legs are brittle. That makes sense too. Yeah, like okay. a balance. That's true. Like Almost it would throw like you, if off. you were to. Even well, if, if you like get your big toes cut yeah. off, you exactly. can't like stand right, up yeah. straight. Even then, like yeah. the smallest part of you that's missing on your feet would be like that's a big true. change. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that's makes sense. How I, I miss my I toes. Like <laughs> I like that too. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, for five thousand dollars, I could get rid of my small uh, toes. <laughs> oh my god. Five thousand dollars. So specific. I'm joking. Well, Louise says that because we've got. Uh, ac- I know, I know, I know. The baby just threw up all <laughs> oh. over me, and I'm just gonna talk it's like podcast spittle. Okay. <laughs> that is not spittle, so Andre. <laughs> so Maleficent at this point kind of walks off to this abandoned castle. Not in the moors, like in in the human area, mm-hmm. and Which um, looks just like Dogledor, Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, it I definitely could, does. I what I was From Lord of the Rings. Yes. I'm just and and <laughs> it just makes me sad because she's already. You could tell she's already angsty. I mean, yeah. So at uh, the rundown castle, she sees a bird, <laughs> and uh, she's like, get out, "Get out of here, bird! <laughs> I don't want to deal with you, bird." And then she's not time for friends. I don't have time for friends, bird. Um, so she leaves. Uh, I believe she. I think she takes her throne as like the queen of the the, the Moors. No, she does that after. That's after. Okay, so no, she, she sees him. She sees him like getting beat getting by a farmer. Yeah, it's yeah. like the next morning, and like uh, the crow, the raven, has been uh, captured by like a farmer, and he's into a human. Yeah, it, yeah. She changes him into a human, and it's like a creepy scene where the bird is getting bigger <laughs> and the wings are all it flailing really up good, underneath it the looked net. Actually, very. Cool. It was cool. So Diaval is like, what did you do to me? Um, but so he says that his name is Diaval and thanks for saving his life. And he's now in forever. her ser- servitude. And she's like, OK, I need you to be my wings, which kind of works out, you know, because she doesn't have wings anymore. So then at that moment, she literally found herself some wings yeah. the day after um, she he goes. Like, That's how you do. So she's in her castle still and she tells Diaval to go to the castle. And so Diaval goes to the kingdom and sees Stefan getting crowned. And he goes back and he tells her, like, Stefan is now the king. Mm-hmm. You know, and she <laughs> this is happy. like the, this is my, my favorite part. And she's like, that's why he did this to me. And then there's like this giant green thing coming out of her. <laughs> I love how you moved the microphone away <laughs> from <laughs> your mouth. To it was the up. green thing. <laughs> um, you guys can't see what she's doing. It's which is good. from the movie because that is in the cartoon. Yes. Where like there's like the big green smoke of right. air shooting power. Into the sky. And then um, and she's like the pissed. avatar coming out of That's the That's when she goes to the moors and is like, listen, I'm making this dark. We doing this up. I'm the queen now. But <laughs> meanwhile, Stefan is in his castle. He's got his crown on and he's looking out in the distance. And he's like, like, oh. He's like he peeing his it. pants a little bit. He's like, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to deal with that eventually. You know what? And that's why I said he's an idiot. He should have just freaking killed her because come on. You telling me Maleficent isn't gonna be pissed? Anybody would be pissed. Yeah. A magical pissed. fairy that has strong <laughs> powers ain't gonna mess you up. She gonna mess you up, dude. <laughs> 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 it's honestly like castrating someone and I pretend yeah, expecting man. them not to be like so mad. Yikes. Yeah. Can you imagine if you could fly and then now you can't? It's messed well up. It's like taking your legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely like not. I don't think so. Stefan. <laughs> I have a plastic shaker right now. She's shaking the toy. It's cute, but I'm also going to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Anywho. 
So, so she's mad. She took over the Moors. She mad. She mad. So <laughs> she basically um, has Diaval keep tabs on him yeah, for Diaval's a couple years. Keeping, yeah. Well, not like I don't know if it's been years. I don't think it's been that long well, that it, it took to him to get pregnant. At least nine months. <laughs> you know, it, it's okay, been like it's been a while. He's looking nasty. Yeah, he he got his he got his king beard going That's on. That's true. He I, does look older. I'd say I'd say it's been a few years. And um, but um, it's just sad because she, and she puts up these spiky trees. Thorns around the moors, so the nobody briar. can get in. The briar, briar patch. Briar there patch. you go. They never actually called her Briar Rose in this movie. That's right. But they, but I like that they put those thorns. Yeah. And they didn't call it Briar either. But mm-hmm. if you know what a Briar patch is, that's literally what it yeah. was. And they, which is in the cartoon, as right? Well, just mm-hmm. So that's just super way. cool. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> it just gets really good. This is where Maleficent gets real snippy, like with all of her commentary, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So Diaval goes. She ain't having none of your BS. <laughs> no. Mm. Diaval goes to the castle and is like, s- comes back and is like, they had a baby. And she's like, oh. <laughs> just her face. Everything oh, okay. from here. She's like, just snippy and piss and he's like and they're having a celebration and she's like a celebration <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know i can't be angelina Jolie, <laughs> but she does it a christening yeah a she does christening. it so well you know and, it, and they throw this giant celebration for her baby and you know what she just up in there she she doesn't <laughs> she literally does not care she's like i'm going to this yeah. and i'm gonna tell him like it she is takes her bird it was like the perfect moment for her there. to incite her revenge you know um, well, and the best part of all of this is that, and you you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I get the impression, bless, bless you, oh bless, bless you, you. Mm-hmm. that no. the only person who knows what happened is him. Right. Yeah. Like, he didn't tell anybody. And even in the Moors, like only her. Right. Yes. Like they just know she doesn't have wings and she. And wears they're black like, now. wow, she evil. <laughs> like yeah. all the three fairies know is like Maleficent's an evil fairy. Right. Now they don't really know why. I mean, she hasn't necessarily done anything evil quite she yet. She took she's over she's the moors. She's definitely got evil evil on the brain. But, but she did. She took over the moors. But they is didn't she like, like subjugating them? You know? I don't, I don't know. know how bad it of a queen she is. It doesn't seem like she's doing mean things right. to them. It's just dark now. Like yeah. the sun's not shining. Yeah. It's she just like made it darkish. Yeah. But it's funny because when she walks in there, it's like the most beautiful, beautiful meaning like I just enjoyed the like eye contact between oh, the yeah. king and her because it's like I know what you did and he's like oh my god she know what I did <laughs> oh my god also she looks gorgeous right there me. Oh Andre was god. like dang she got dressed up for the ball she huh? looks <laughs> so good and you she's know, like you listening know how glowing her eyes are all bright because she's about to commit some every acts. girl <laughs> has done this where a dude breaks their heart and the next time they know they're gonna see them they get dressed up ready looking to good go. eyeliner on fleek like, like. all of that and then they look she got at them that like red mm-hmm. lipstick on. Like, mm-hmm. oh, his new queen is a queen, huh? You see this collar? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I'm going to pop it. Let's, let's talk about something else. I'm going to curse his baby. <laughs> a little less fun. So before Her she curses contact the lenses? Oh my gosh. No, no, no. That's not <laughs> what I was They were supposed talk to be looking like goats because apparently goats have like vertical. Um, oh, like it was supposed to be like, a, like snake eyes kind of. Yeah. Thing. But I don't know. Really necessarily notice it too no, much. I didn't notice that. But um, throwing it out there. Well, Eason, I need your opinion on this because I'm, I'm sure we will Goats. agree. But before Maleficent does her curse, three fairies come to foster peace like idiots. Um, I'd hate the fairies so much in this movie. See, they're very dumb. <laughs> they're oh. way dumber than the cartoon. Oh, yeah. they were funny in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. they're not they funny had in sense this one. in the cartoon. They the cartoon, hear. they were, they were, they the were senseless. Much 
they're bad. <laughs> like, they were the one thing, and I, I guess that we were supposed to feel that way about them, but, like, I couldn't stand them. And they changed their names. So this, okay, yes. Let me tell you what I read up on them. I read that the intention was for you not to particularly love them because they needed a reason to take Aurora, Aurora away to not have a mo- a, ma- a, a maternal, maternal figure figure yeah because if they were all really good maternal figures or if together because if you think about the fairies in the animated version mm-hmm. even though not one of them alone was like a really good like Mom. parent yeah all together they made, they made up a good parent right exactly these Kay. three were they were not nice and they were loving exactly yeah. like one of them Idiot. was the smart one one of them was the good at magic one mm-hmm. was this that blah 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 yeah but like these ones were all bad so she even though she loved them and they loved her she needed that maternal figure and that's why Ma- like maleficent was able to step into that role yeah so they had to give the, them a good reason that, 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 makes, that makes like a lot them. of sense I like that. Total sense, but they're still annoying. Oh, they oh, were. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I sure. wish they would have just, like, not existed. Do you want to know why? The baby could have raised herself in that cottage with <laughs> Maleficent looking after her. They weren't even feeding her. They were I was like, oh, um, they, well, she that baby alive for 16 years. They put a years. carrot out of the ground right in front of her face? Like, <laughs> the Olivia, you want a carrot, baby? And radish. Mm. <laughs> Hilarious. Yum. But seriously, um, I you want to know why I didn't like the fairies? Why? Well, I didn't like the CGI on them. Yeah, but agreed. Dolores Umbridge, Umbridge, up in there. fairy number one, <laughs> playing uh, not grass, <laughs> not grass, not grass. My favorite was what was that thistle whip? Thistle twit. <laughs> thistle twit. Thistle twit. Even worse. And then the last one was flittle. Flittle. The blue one. Flittle, not grass, the blue and one thistle was weird. twit. Flittle. Flittle. <laughs> Anyways, so they of course thistle wish for. Twit. <laughs> <laughs> they of course um, wish for Aurora to be beautiful. Yes, they to always yes. be happy. Vain. And then <laughs> they can't get the third wish in because Maleficent just comes in like a be- like a boss that she is. Yeah, she but comes in guns blazing. Yes. Um, and then my favorite is just so so good when she casts her curse. Like I could watch that scene over and over and yes, over. It's awesome. Really Angelina good. Jolie, you're killing the game. And also, <laughs> like um I said earlier and Emily pointed out, it is so important because she's saying her curse, like she will grow in beauty and grace and will fall into a sleep like death. And then on her sixteenth birthday, so we get the sixteenth birthday first. Mm-hmm. And then as Stefan is begging, she's like, I like when you beg. I was like, hilarious. Ooh. Get it, girl. She's like, beg. She's like that's Go ahead, fine. Beg again. She can be awakened by true love's kiss, which is just even better because now she's like, that's non-existent. You know what I mean? Look I know you know what I'm talking about when I say true love's kiss. Dude, <laughs> like everything she does. And it's I, like the best and I burn think, to him. I yeah. think everyone in the kingdom is like, wow, she's just rude and evil. And Stefan is on his knees like, oh, my God, <laughs> right. I messed the, up. The whole kingdom was like, four. that was oddly specific. And, and <laughs> Stefan's like, uh oh! <laughs> Oops! Some, somebody doo-dooed his pants. In wa- watching saying. his face, so I'm not gonna lie. Like in the animated version, you feel for the parents. You're like, oh no! It's like, awful. Their right. daughter. In this one, I'm like, f you, basically. <laughs> like, get out of here. Like, I'm not. You cool deserve it. The fact it. that this poor innocent no. baby yeah, is getting cursed. cursed. But at the same time, it's like you brought this on like, yourself. Dude. You brought it on. You and I, and be able I'm to thinking from her perspective. And like I'm like thinking in my head, like why would she curse the baby? Like why didn't she curse Stefan? But it's because 
she's never going to have a baby with him. You know what I mean? Like, she loved him and was like, well, you know what? Now you're just going to have to grow up with a cursed baby. Like, she cold. She cold. It was really good. Sometimes it's a worse reminder to see something that you can't help not happening to you yeah. versus it's like, like happening to you. Because an internal you, torture. Yeah, because if it's happening to you, you can be like, well, I brought this on myself versus mm-hmm. like, oh my God, you had nothing to do with this and I brought this on you yeah. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't it's know. I think worse. it was the best. Like, I could watch that scene all all day. Nice it's so good. Um, and that's when you really, you see it a little bit before. You see hints of green here, hints of green there, but this mm-hmm. is where the green really comes yeah. into play. Which is because it's like the evil the magic. Yeah. All of that. Versus like her orange gold magic when she's like harmless and yeah. like harmless well, magic. You it know? comes, well, and that's the thing too is that I was reading up that it's very intentional. Anytime she does good magic, mm-hmm. it's gold, orangey, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And whenever it's bad, yeah. it's she got green. Well, and I also because am I correct in saying that on the color wheel they're opposites? Yeah, orange and, and green. And I, I, I just also appreciate that it, they didn't make Maleficent green. Oh, because she's green yeah. in the cartoon. That would have been. Interesting. It would have been Let's too talk much. About a blue genie and how yeah. I don't know Ooh, yeah. how Maleficent didn't need to be I don't know green. Yeah. You wanted her to be green, Lou. No, no, but I'm pretty sure I remember a conversation where somebody thought it was essential that a genie be, blue. I don't know, blue. I don't remember when she was green in the cartoon. The whole time. She's I don't yeah, know she's the entire the time. time she was Her, green. She, has, she just has green skin. Really? And it's I'll just show kind you of a accepted, picture. I think you know? all three of you are lying. You're right. <laughs> the entire <laughs> Disney world says we lying. Um, show me a picture when she was green. So she was green. I need evidence. Um, uh, yeah, I, I and I completely agree with the decision to just not do green. Yeah, but she could just be not green. That's that's Here cool. Here is your photo, Luis, of a green Maleficent. She's green. She's a green meanie. Eh. <laughs> well, and I get a it little shade of green in her face as opposed to a whole lot of blue in your entire being. There's a big difference. Sweetie, you, you were the one. Blue. Have you oh seen Maleficent God. in the park? She's green. <laughs> oh, I'm God. I'm is done. Um, Only her face is green. Yeah. No, her hands are, too. That's just because she's covered up. Yeah. She's wearing so the cloak. As far as I can tell, Ginny needs to be blue because she's all blue. <laughs> anyway, that wasn't the worst part of that movie anyway. So <laughs> it was the worst, worst part. Um, so, yeah. So, Maleficent is, is, is getting a curse on. Um, she's cursing this baby hardcore. And doing it with just a big old smile on her face. She's like, I am having the most fun right now. I oh, and I like how <laughs> the narrator's like, she's reveling in the chaos she's caused. And she's just like on her throne like, it's <laughs> 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 <Just>, like laughing. <laughs> Literally. Andre and I had the longest conversation the other day about like, why do villains just like maniacal laugh? Yeah. Like, why is that a They're thing? They're just so proud of themselves. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it feels good to maniacally laugh. I'm just saying. <laughs> Everyone but me is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I'm so um, good at being bad. Have you guys ever seen the Muppet movie? And I don't remember which Muppet movie it is, mm-hmm. but one of them, the character is like a bad guy, obviously, and he literally like, it's the time when he should start laughing, mm-hmm. and he goes, maniacal laugh. <laughs> <laughs> maniacal oh my laugh. gosh, and that's hilarious. And he literally like laughs saying <laughs> maniacal laugh. That's hilarious. So now when you said that, every time I th- hear that phrase, maniacal I think of that. That's <laughs> hilarious. Maniacal laugh. I love that. So, um, almost the next scene that happens is also really good, too. So he, um, you know, they get rid of all the spinning wheels and blah, blah, blah. And Stefan gives his baby to fairies, which is ironic because he's fighting with a fairy. You know what I mean? So it's kind of weird. But um, and they say, keep, keep, 
keep her for 16 years in one day. Um, so bring her back the day after her birthday because yes. the curse will no longer be in place. Before the but sun sets on her 16th birthday. Yeah, but she says this thing at the end of her curse, which basically, like, nothing can break it and yeah, it nothing will happen. Her, yeah, nothing so, like, it doesn't her. matter what you do, it's going to happen type of thing, which I, I kind of Was that liked. different than the movie? Yeah. The original one? Yeah. I believe so. It was different. Oh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't they, know. I that part wasn't like no attached power to it. on earth will will break this spell or whatever. Something like that. Um, so the three fairies take her to the cottage in the forest, and then they become humans. They grow into humans or whatever, and they're not going to fly anymore. But the best thing is that you know they're just so dumb. So they have the baby. Um, <laughs> they have the baby in the cottage and immediately Maleficent and Diaval know where the baby is. Right. Like, they're not dumb, not you know? Really. And so Maleficent's, like, looking at Aurora through the window and she's like, oh, it's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she growl at it? She's like... <laughs> 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 like a cat. She is trying so hard to, to hate, hate it. this baby. Oh, and well, that's the only moment where she quote unquote tries to hate it because the rest, like, why is she watching the baby constantly? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, she's up, she's completely obsessed with this with this child. Oh, one hundred percent. Like she she did like this she did this whole of starvation. the whole most dramatic thing you could possibly ever do to a baby, and then she's like. All right, well, I got to check this out. I mean, I can't just let this go unwatched. And then she's just watching the baby for years and years and oh, years, y- you know? Every for day. 16 years. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every day. She's watching. To the fact that Aurora knows that there is always something lurking in well, the shadows. She, she met her a couple times. There's a scene where little no, no. baby Aurora walks up to... Uh, sorry, to Maleficent. Hand, to Maleficent. Yeah. Sorry, I was handing Michelle a muffin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to Maleficent. And she was just like... Um, what I don't remember what baby Aurora says. Just high. high, up. Yeah, that's right. Up. Oh, up, she did me. toddler Adeline. Yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, not. I I've hate you. Which <laughs> I know that we've read this on multiple occasions, but I've seen it tagged to different parts of the movie, and so I'm not sure if it's the actual baby, baby, or if it's that toddler scene. Mm-hmm. But they say that it was played that the child was played by Angelina yes. and Brad Pitt's daughter. Yes, I read that. And um, the only reason that they they tagged or they had the child do it was because all other children on set were deathly afraid of her in that uh, outfit. In the outfit. So, so they were like, like her real so kid. <laughs> yeah, so the kid was like mom. Yeah. You know, like mommy. Mm-hmm. So it didn't bother Up. her. Yeah. Um. So she. And, but so I'm not sure if it's the uh, that window scene where she like. It her says. Or uh, if it's that toddler scene. I, I think it's a toddler. Uh, but it says right here, Vivian Jolie Pitt. Right. Uh, played Aurora at five years old. Oh, okay. So, so it's the toddler yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's precious. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cute because the toddler was like grabbing her horns and was yeah. like, ooh, like things a toddler would do. What's like, what's on this? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Which I thought was really cute. Yeah. Very cute. So, also, that, so that makes it uh, when they get to the scene a little bit later when Aurora's older and she's like, I know you. You're my fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. You're the one who's always watching, always protecting huh? me. Hilarious. <laughs> You're the one that saved me from jumping <laughs> off a cliff because my seen. fairies weren't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. That's true. She has been like a, a watchful protector or whatever. But at the same time, like this little girl has had like a literal monster watching her for her entire life. You know, like a like a, a straight up boogeyman, a boogie woman. And she, the first thing she says when she first sees it was like, "Oh my god, I love you. You're my fairy godmother." You're that's the because best. Aurora has to be happy. I don't think she's really scared about. Yeah, that's that's another interesting thing about like uh, grown up Aurora. She's just so bubbly all the time. 
But it's but not it's over annoying. the top. No, no. It's, it's not. It's not annoying. I mean, it's uh, uh, mildly over the top. Can you maybe keep this within arm's reach <laughs> <laughs> instead of just pointing at me, <laughs> Miss Muffin Water? Anyway, um, no, that, was, that was part of the. Um, that was part gift. of the curse or gift. Yes. You may you never know a never day know of sadness. sadness. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Which she wasn't like overly perky, but she was very bubbly for yeah. sure. But. She she obviously found the best in each situation. Right, exactly. She's just a happy kid. And, uh, you know, she's, like, running around, playing around, yeah. looking, looking at stuff. And Curious. I think it it's definitely hearkening back to the beginning of the movie when we see young Maleficent doing, like, the same, the exact same thing. The same thing, feeding know? the deer, yeah. stuff like so that. So she's, she's really, like, watching this kid grow up and going, like, oh, my God, I see myself in her, and I got to mom it up. Well, I think that's the best part of this movie is that you see not so much that it <laughs> this sounds awful because the original movie wasn't really about Sleeping Beauty either. Right. No. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Like It was about Maleficent. You know, mm-hmm. but this movie, because it's really not about her, it doesn't matter that she grows up. We know she grows up, but it shows, like you said, the best parts mm-hmm. of who Maleficent is. Yeah. It, like, personified through... Aurora. Um, Aurora growing up, mm-hmm. the 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 kindness to the animals, the curiosity, the interest in the trees and the forest and stuff. And Luis actually made a really good point that I did not even pay attention to either time was that I think it was in the toddler scene, but she was going through and she was like healing the trees. Did you notice that? She oh, like yeah, yeah Maleficent. Yeah, mm-hmm. she like she was evil, quote unquote. She had her whole black garb on, right? But she was going through and she was touching the trees and she was like healing them Which with her she gold did as good a kid. magic. Yeah. yeah, so she was like still bringing life and yeah, still bringing still, still has her fairy nature. tendencies. Mm-hmm. She's just consumed with revenge. Yeah, and hatred. I, I think I wrote in my notes. But I mean, if you really were completely consumed, like over-the-top yeah. consumed, then you wouldn't care about the trees. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you really were that bad. Exactly. Uh, I wrote... Where did I write it? I wrote in my notes that that uh, Maleficent values, like, power and strength and, uh, like, fun and wonderment. So, like, all those things make her a pretty good person, but then it's the revenge thing and anger that really takes it all to another level. These men. In my opinion, I think the moment that that baby won her heart, which I think was the up-up, mm-hmm. she stopped caring about revenge. On the baby at the very least, yeah. Well, Not necessarily on Stefan as I much. Think she forgot, too, because at that point, like, what else would she really think about except the baby? Yeah, that's true. Like, Stefan's just yeah. like, oh, it's you. And if you think about it, if she was, like, 18, stewing in hatred, like, that's a pretty typical thing for an 18-year-old to do. You know what I mean? Not to that extent, necessarily, but she does say later on, like, I was so consumed in my revenge that I didn't realize there was other things in life type of stuff. Well, and this is kind of the good part, was that, so she gets to be teenager-y, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously not quite 16, but teenager, well, even preteen, maybe, and... She goes into her bedroom, kind of like a creep, kind of like <laughs> Edward Cullen from <laughs> <laughs> goes into the bedroom while she's sleeping, and she 100% very heartfelt tries to revoke the curse. Yeah. She oh, my God. It was I the saddest the thing. Every beautiful piece of magic And this is, like, after. I think it's could. important, too. It's after, like, she th- that's after she shows Aurora the Moors. Right. She takes that's her there right. and is, like, I wonder. Like, I think she's, like, sees, like, 
a future with Aurora in the Morse. And I think she wants to know, can this human care about this like how I do? Exactly. You're right. And after that and after Aurora was like, I want to live in the Moors Mm -hmm. and all of this, that's when she's like. Oh, you're right. That seems powerful. So she goes I revoke in. my curse. Well, and it's funny because that makes the depth of the entire thing even so much more traumatic. And, yeah. you know and she tells Aurora there's an evil in the world, too. And mm-hmm. she's like, ugh. So she tries to revoke the curse. She does everything she can, and it's very powerful. It's very heartfelt. It's really cool because, like, you can see the gold magic coming out of Maleficent, but the green magic is surrounding Aurora. It's like, mm-hmm. sorry. And it just, like, can't break It's through. like a fog. Yeah. It's like, nah, bro. Mm-hmm. So it's very clear that she is still cursed and that her words come back to haunt her because you can hear her, of like, whispering from the past, like, nothing on earth can break the spell yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So then you're kind of like sitting on pins and needles like, how is this going to play out? Mm-hmm. Because we know 16th birthday is coming. And if we know the story, then we know she's going to prick her fingers. She's going to fall asleep, yeah. which that's kind of the cool thing is that you'd like because this is an origin story, you know where it's going. Right. Yeah, but you it's do. like, how is it going to get gonna there? So the day before her 16th birthday, she meets Prince Philip. So Prince Philip is just basically going by on his horse. He's kind of lost in the woods. He's trying to get to the castle. If he can't um, figure it out, you don't need him. No. <laughs> and so Aurora's basically like, it's that way. But, you know, they have a little moment of, I'm sure Aurora's never really seen a man that much. And I know you. Yeah, I'm happy they kind of cut that. They didn't need it in the movie. They did it in the credit scene. Thank but. the Lord. Yeah. Um, so she kind of has her moment with Philip, and we're like, okay, that's where this is going to go, right? And Diaval is basically like, um, hello, there's your answer right there. <laughs> and Maleficent's almost like offended. She's like, like uh, excuse you? Like, <laughs> man, you think, you think just some and then, man and is going to come around? Diaval, like, and the reason I made the curse that way is because there's no such thing as true love's kiss. That, I think, was also so poignant. Yeah. I'm not going to say it was beautiful because I don't agree, <laughs> but I think it was so poignant the way she but said she it. But she believes like, that. How, like, have, like, she is so dumbfounded mm-hmm. to the fact that he <sighs> thinks it's a breakable curse because yeah. she believes it's an unbreakable, it's unbreakable. curse. Like, and no. Diaval really cares about Aurora, too, so oh he's yeah. trying mm-hmm. to find ways to, like, like break the curse too. Like apparently, he, he like, like the like internet ships like Aurora and Diaval. Like I he's a bird. I need people to back <laughs> up. He cares about her as like a. He's a bird. Not like that. That's disgusting. He is an adult bird. But it's funny looking over she's a like, baby girl. She's like I never thought of love, it like that. True love doesn't exist. He's like. Okay, geez, who hurt you? <laughs> he knows. Duval knows her whole life at this point. But, uh, but Duval also cares about Maleficent, yeah. too. So, um, He must, man. He's sticking around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say I would sh- ship Duval and Maleficent more than Duval and Aurora. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, anyways, so... Um, they're both bird-like. They both have wings. Yeah, they both got the it, wings. It's hard because basically... Uh, she wants to live in the moors. So Aurora goes to her fairy mothers and tells them, like, I'm leaving. And they're, like, really shocked because... They're like, what? You can't leave. It's your you 16th know, birthday. You like, you know? <laughs> so they sit her down and tell her everything about and Maleficent. I'm, okay, hold on. Pause. Hmm? I am mad. 
They didn't show any. Well, I mean, I guess we're not supposed to like the fairies, but like right. the best scene of the fairies was pink. the freaking blue. cake. Pink, 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 blue. blue. Oh. <laughs> well, I know that pink, people like that, blue. but I love the cake the when cake, she's yeah. folding in the <laughs> eggs and she literally <laughs> takes the eggs. Oh, yeah. The fairies are way better in the cartoon. The fairies are a million times better in the animated Maybe I'm just not. I'm supposed to dislike them so much we take out all the funny. They kind of did. Yeah, because, you know, they were being like weird and like. Um, like they three stooges, like games and you know, stuff, which was funny. Yeah, they're like smacking each other, but it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> Maleficent when she's like making it rain in their house, and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, Maleficent <laughs> messing with them for, for years, years is the funniest part about the fairies." If you think about it, it's creepy. So just don't oh, think yeah. about it too much. But it's very funny. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> Tinkly uh, funny. That's some like fairy. Oh, I can just imagine <laughs> Maleficent was like, "Oh, I'll make it rain in their house." <laughs> <laughs> like you know, she's in the middle of the night and she's like, "Yeah, she woke up <laughs> in, a, in a cold sweat." <gasps> Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be the middle of the day. It's gonna be sunshiny. I'm gonna do it. Oh yeah, can't wait. So funny. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, they tell her everything also about Maleficent, and Aurora kind of is like, uh, she has an inkling that her quote unquote fairy godmother is Maleficent, and it is true. And Maleficent admits it, and then she basically just runs away. I think that she that's said. one of the coolest parts about this whole movie is that I hate predictable storylines mm-hmm. when people like I I kind of thought I, I was just waiting for it to happen because I didn't remember but like where Maleficent would have either lied and said it wasn't her mm-hmm. and or like manipulated Aurora to come live in the moors or whatever like she was just straight up or like, even, like kidnapped her yeah you know? or something like mm-hmm. she straight up was like no I'm Maleficent and you're right there is evil and I'm sorry she said, like I love you're you. the evil that's in this Wait, world she it's never you. said a single thing what do you mean? She just stayed silent the whole time. No, because she said, like, they they told me that someone has cursed me or whatever. And, and she I don't all she said, her name is Maleficent. Well, no, she said, she said, I can't remember her name or something like and that. And, and she, she said, said her name And then Maleficent was like, Maleficent? She's like, yeah. So she <laughs> never really said it. And, I, and I'm not, uh, here's the deal. I'm not denying that she didn't admit it. Because in her did. silence, she did. Absolutely. But, she but, that's, but that's in her acting. You don't have to say things. To mean As it. a woman. Well, Aurora <laughs> says, say are things. you Maleficent? And she's basically like, mm. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. She like, gives it away. She didn't lie either way. Right. She didn't no. lie. No, you don't have to say things. She, I, I feel like she did a very good job acting the communication of and, uh, and they're all close, of the heartfelt. So they're close now, so they understand mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of within each other. Um, yeah, so Aurora just runs away. Like, she's like, peace out. She's pissed. So she goes she back to the castle. She wants to go meet her father. Yeah. Um, which I think the fairies could have tried harder to keep her there. Don't you guys have magic to make her stay there, you idiots? Um, fate. But I guess not. Yeah. So she I goes. I am rolling my eyes so hard that I can see my eyebrows. I'm not even joking. <laughs> and it's also really hard because she, she goes to the castle and is like, oh, I'm your daughter, you know. And all he basically does is say those idiots were supposed to keep you for another day. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't greet his daughter, doesn't anything. And poor Aurora's face is like, what? Oh, yeah. We kind of we kind of gloss over this. But Stefan's been, like, losing his mind oh, this yeah. entire time. Like he's, he's, like, talking to her wings. He's so worked up about Maleficent. His wife died. And, yeah. And he didn't even care. Uh, yeah. The dude came in and was like, uh, we don't know if your wife's going to make it through the night. He's like, get out of here. I'm talking to wings. <laughs> and hey, first off, <laughs> you guys just gloss over that like you were not surprised. I was so surprised. He I thought he was just wings. talking to myself. I thought he was. Himself. I thought uh, he was talking to like what he thought was her. Right. Like like in a crazy way. Mm-hmm. Nah, 
those wings. The wings. Dude, he, he went in, on he display. Went on display. He's like a supervillain. In the room. But yes. he also was like having visions. Like he would wake up in a cold sweat like Maleficent's coming. So yeah. I think they kind of had this like weird connection because he, I think because the, of the curse, he knew things oh. were getting closer. See, I know? think I think that was just guilt. Oh, I That's think it was all guilt. just it was like both, and I think I should have cut off those wings. <laughs> I mean, those that date is a set date in yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Like you, well, and I think that's why his wife died around that time because I don't think she could handle. Yeah, she's what probably was going way to stressed out too. And I think he didn't care about her really, mm-hmm. so you know. <laughs> I don't. Think we barely even saw her face. We saw her face <laughs> like <Yeah>. once. <laughs> she was irrelevant, I guess. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, he's going insane. <laughs> she's like, he's like, like, it's not my kid, right? Yeah, he's like telling the iron workers to get up in the middle of the night just to like make tons and tons of iron weapons and mm-hmm. stuff it's it's insane which yeah. they do they like put them all up in the castle like in all the hallways mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah he's going absolutely so he's insane he's losing his, he's losing his his whole nut so his when marbles yeah so when aurora comes in and she's like daddy he's like get in the dungeon get out of here <laughs> like he has no regard for her at all Mm-mm. because his focus is on one woman and she's got horns and she is coming and so <laughs> oh she's coming too so they lock aurora away and do a bad job because i guess there's multiple doors in that chamber oh my god i, I really like i really like though how she almost starts getting like mesmerized you know the way and she's like looking at her finger just like weird i, yeah, I like it's that. like pulsating and stuff the way that the whole scene is shot is i i think it's like a very much a direct recreation of the cartoon mm-hmm. but it, it looks so cool as she's like walking through and she sees the green light she's just like the, in a haze and all the spinning wheels are all in there all burnt and charred and stuff like that and then the one comes to life it's it's all really cool well I and like that was the, the thing too is that we're watching it and we were watching this with my mom and my grandma and my mom was like and or i don't remember if it was louise or my mom but someone was like you're going to tell me you had 16 years and you're just <laughs> leaving them all over the floor. That but then was me. I was like, what? 16 years and you couldn't turn them to ash? But when you really do look at them, they were disassembled. Yeah. But, I mean, the needles wouldn't have burned. Right, yeah. Like, so yeah, really. Also, the magic also kind of created one. Right. You kept them but in the castle. that's what made it cool. Everything you couldn't have carted the these things out 50 miles or whatever, dude. Like, get them out of here. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you added this or anything when she casted her spell. But did she really say, and nothing can prevent it? Yeah. Yeah. Did she really say that? I'm yes. going to look it up. Yeah. I think so. Um, it was nothing. Yes. Let me find that. Why are you giving me that face? Yes, quotes. she said that. Yeah, I mean, that. that Luis is like, I'm going to wait until she finds them. I, <laughs> I believe that is what she said, but because that's that's what prevented her from, from so, I mean, revoking the curse. Like, in the, in even the first if everything place. was turned to ash, the fact that she was there. It well, put I mean, well, yeah, I mean, they were, it was going to put itself back together one okay, way or another. Okay, so I, I have it. Um, she said, like a spinning wheel would have been coming over from like coming down from heaven. Like it she is says, pricking her before the sun sets on her 16th birthday. She will prick her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel and fall into a sleep like death, a sleep from which she will never awaken. And then he begs her, blah blah blah. She says, "All right, the princess can be woken from her death sleep." but only by true love's kiss. This curse will last till the end of time. No power on earth can change it. Yeah. So basically it's inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah. Uh, It's like a curse in perpetuity. Because when she tried to take away the curse, like Emily said, it was whispering like, Mm-hmm. Like like back at that freaks me out. Please don't do that yeah. again. I literally <laughs> got little chills on my arms. <laughs> You're welcome. Freaking me out. It's like how uh, like how Voldemort curses the uh, the defense against the dark arts position at Hogwarts. Boom. It's, it's like, hey, 
this ain't never gonna work out for you ever again, dog. And <laughs> every year he has to hire a new teacher. He's like, oh my god, this is the worst <laughs> part up. of my job. That's so funny. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Hilarious. So it. yeah, it's basically inevitable. But because she did the true love's kiss thing, even though she didn't believe in it, mm-hmm. it kind of worked out. So Aurora's. I like how like like she made a self a, f- a selfie. <laughs> a fail safe in her own curse without yeah. trying to. A fail safe, but it was like a fail safe to spite him. It was a burn. Is yeah. what it was. Burn. But uh, um, like Emily said, there there can be lots of forms of true love. So they kind of pulled a frozen on this one, but it was okay. Um, so Maleficent came first or Frozen? Mm. Uh, I think Maleficent actually. Uh, this is 2014. I think Frozen is 2015. Hmm. Right here. Hmm. Oh, actually, Frozen is 2013. Hmm. So just barely there. Yeah, just barely. Oh, barely. Yeah. So they were feeling those same vibes probably. All yeah. Right, credit so to Frozen. It's really funny because Steph- <laughs> she, she like puts Stefan to sleep and like brings Stefan over, right? And they're going through the- Philip. Philip, thank Phillip, you. Yes. They bring Philip through the castle and she just like I'm drops, sorry, drops that was him there so on the funny. floor. <laughs> well, th- it's so funny too because again, we're watching this with my mom. And so again, they, they like you said, they created like the briar patch in iron mm-hmm. all throughout the castle. So she quote unquote couldn't get couldn't through, like and she gets through, and he, yeah, totally walks through it. <laughs> but like Philip is just hovering over the floor behind them, like <laughs> he's getting pricked by all this. Ah. Metal. He is, he's like, like no running into stuff, but whatever. It's like um, nah, you don't get messed so up by yeah. iron. So she delivers Philip. The fairies are basically like, kiss Aurora, dude. Like, please kiss her. And he kisses her, and of course nothing happens because they don't know each other. Actually, he's like, I just met her yesterday. Yeah, I give (laughs) Philip some credit. He's like, this feels weird. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And he said he would feel guilty because, like, she's asleep. Yeah, because he's asleep. I actually appreciate that. Philip's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, I mean, like, it was the least date-rapey thing ever. I'm excited for more Philip in the next movie. Stefan was out there. Is it the same actor? No. I didn't think so. It's a different actor. But I like Philip in the animated a lot. Yeah. Because he gets like a whole fight scene, yeah. so I'm like ready for more Philip in the next movie. Um, yeah. So of course it doesn't work, and I think that's when Maleficent looks at Diaval and is like, "I told you." Mm-hmm. And even Diaval at that point is like, "Crap." Yeah. Um. So she basically goes to Aurora and says she's sorry. She starts crying. She starts crying. Yeah. And she kisses her. Kisses the kisses Aurora on the forehead. It's really nice. And, and Aurora wakes up. And she literally says, like, I will make sure nothing happens to you for the end of time. Like She was just right. going to stay she there She was going to sit by that bedside for sure. Yeah. Forever. So sweet. Mm. Oh, my I know. God. Yeah. Um, but she wakes up. It's all good. Mm-hmm. And even Diaval's like, oh. He pulls an Olaf, like, oh, <laughs> that <laughs> true love's kit. And he says there's no pure form of love mm-hmm. than that, which is. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. It's so then, um, we're not done, okay? Because <laughs> yeah, I is like still out Im- there. Immediately, Aurora's like, "All right, let's get out of here." Like, screw my dad. He's well. Awful. I think she like forgives Maleficent at that point too. Well, yeah, she's, but she's like, like okay. "My dad's stupid." <laughs> I wrote, yeah, I wrote <laughs> Stefan is crazy, dude. I had written in my notes like right as she was like waking up, Aurora. I was like, this is all like really sweet and it makes me really happy, but I haven't seen a dragon yet and I'm upset. <laughs> I need to I see forgot about the dragon. A dragon. Well, and that's so funny because when the dragon comes, which we'll get there, but cool. when it comes, I'm like great tie in. <laughs> because it would make no sense if she turned into yeah, a dragon. Yeah. But well, like, because oh, she's you turning Diaval into everything. Right. You know? But like into if she had dog, the ability to like grow wings this entire time, you know? 
just by changing it to a, a different animal. Oh. Yes. Totally so basically they, oh gosh, and it's really like terrifying. It's like hurts my heart. Um, I, I don't think, Emily, you've never seen Game of Thrones, but there's this scene in Game of Thrones. You know how um, all of Stefan's people are holding the iron shield yes. and surrounding her? There's this scene oh in yeah, Game of right. Thrones where it's like that and mm. it, it ends very badly. <laughs> and so <laughs> in my head, I was like, she's dead. Like, yeah, she's dead. Yeah. Right? She's going to get squished. Like, she's going to get clobbered. So, like, my heart was racing. But Stefan comes out in this terrible, terrifying garb with all of his mm. metal ironwork yeah. and everything. He's Iron Man. They Seriously. capture her in an iron net. And, like, everything's burning her. <laughs> but she's like, okay. But, like, there's slashes on her, like, from all her burns. So she's in pain. And then she gets enough energy to look at Diaval and say, into a dragon. Mm-hmm. Which is my, oh, so good. So good. Diaval's pissed, too. He's like, I'm going to burn these people to the ground. He, like, does, like, a Pokemon evolution. He's like, I'm a bird and I'm a dragon. <laughs> 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 it's cool. He goes oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like, <laughs> um, yes, so it's very good, but that whole scene just, like, makes me cringe because I'm like, don't burn the left. Well, and here's the best part of the whole thing. I mean, for me, did it, 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 it's so funny because I've seen this, but I didn't remember how it all played out. It blew my mind when her wings started moving in the case. Yeah. Because I, I didn't remember that. I was very much under the impression that he had cut off her wings mm-hmm. and they were now a they trophy. Were disconnected. They're just up there. They're dead wings. Yes. You know? I think they were waking up because she was nearby. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And the first thing I said is, KP. <laughs> oh, <Yep>. my <laughs> because God. Because it reminded me of Dr. Strange's uh, yeah. cape. In Excuse me. I said KP. You said it's like Dr. Strange's That cape. is hilarious. Okay. I love it. KP. FYI. That's very it was KP. Yeah, because and, and now KP. I'm thinking in my head, like, it does make sense because they're magic. Right. Yeah. And they're like, give me back and to my fairy. And <laughs> she does heal. Like, yes. every time the iron comes off of her, it, it heals right up. It hurts, but it but it heals. I appreciate that. But you would that. think after, like, 16 years, all it would be would just mm. be, like, bones. They're magical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but here's the cool thing, though, is that, which we didn't really talk about this. It's, it's a very much implied with what we talked about. But her... Um, she wears like the huge old cloak, mm-hmm. not to because she's a witch, her, but to cover yeah. up her stumps, which yeah. sounds gross. But like to cover up like the meaty, fleshy part of her stumps. And I think it probably like feels good because she says when she was describing her wings to Aurora, she's like, they used to like touch the ground as as I walked mm-hmm. behind me. And they were, really heavy. Cool. they were heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So it probably so like it puts feels in. The same. Gives but the cool thing sensation. is, is that during this scene, she gets her her cloak gets like thrown off mm-hmm. and when you look at her the stubs it's they're still very much like 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 you yeah. just cut them off yeah they're fresh almost she looked like uh she looked like mm-hmm. Catwoman when her cape got off <laughs> like just her outfit i was oh. like this Catwoman right now <laughs> a little bit a little bit Catwoman um, with horns but it was cool because it was like immediately able to just and how cool is that that the person that you're just like so have so much love for right now, Aurora, the best person on the planet, found your wings. Like yeah. she's like, get it? Yes, thank you. Um, so um, basically, her with her wings is just trouble city. Like she, that's where her power comes from. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you could she's use, uh, wing attack and gust. oh, dude, dude, I wrote she does. She goes and sky attack. I wrote she's flying circles around these idiots right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much a bird Pokemon. Uh, yeah. She's awesome. Well, think about how powerful that is, too. Like, that would knock you out. So she's able to get, like, the dragon free. So he's defeating people. Um, 
I don't know what he does, but Stefan like catches her leg with the iron, but her wings are so strong that she flies out the window, which is like such a cool scene. Um, and I think she like when they land, she does a Voldemort and Harry up. Yeah, the, yeah. Out she's the tell, she's like telling <laughs> Stefan like it's over, like stop, it's over. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't really want to kill him because she probably still loves him. Like let's be real. Um, well, I don't think she wants to kill anybody. I right. think she's no. like trying to be a good person for Aurora she's, like, too. Back up. Yeah. I realize we had this problem, but like. I'm ready to let bygones be bygones. Because she she's moved really on. Killed anyone? No, because then he ran after her at the end, and then she kind of threw him off the building. Yeah, she didn't even kill mm-hmm. him. No, she jumped off, and he was on her. Well, that's right. He he well. he like tackles her off the castle, and she jumped and off. I wrote, I wrote, uh, Stefan and Maleficent fall to their deaths. Except Maleficent, because she has like wings and she just flies away. So Stefan falls to his death. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> it, w- it almost reminded me of like Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, totally. Or exactly. Gaston's like, I'm gonna charge you right now, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, that was. All dumb. Right. <laughs> I mean, smart move. If you were a not, you know what, Stefan needed <laughs> to die anyways. Okay, go be in peace, Stefan. I don't know. Dude, um, Stefan <laughs> died the Rest moment pieces, she walks Stephane. into that christening. R.I.P. Stefan. So now my only question is, uh, out of the kingdom, like, who's the king and queen now? They didn't really settle that. But um, right. they go back to the moors. Aurora still wants to live in the moors. Like, she doesn't want to live in the castle, and I don't blame her. If you came home to that, you'd be like, no, thank you. Um, and Can so you imagine Maleficent's like, like, if that's what you want, like, of course. And so um, Maleficent puts down her crown or her rule, mm-hmm. she and her Aurora hair down. becomes the protector of the moors now. Yes. Well, and that's kind of one of the cool things, too, is that if you, it's just, it's it's a nice full circle, mm-hmm. It, but it allows for a good second movie, because what is the world like in the kingdom of men? Right, yeah. Because if, I mean, you, if this there. is true, this means this entire kingdom for the last 16 years was a hot mess. Yeah. And they're going to touch on that more in the second movie, so. We can do a breakdown of the thing we saw in, like, a crack. Okay, sounds good. Okay, um, I just had this thought, mm-hmm. and I don't. I, it might be dumb, but uh, I'm kind of thinking now that like Maleficent is kind of like an allegory for like Satan. Like she is like a winged angel, and she's good, and she's just, and then she is betrayed, and her wings are taken from her, so she falls and becomes an evil person. And uh, gets her revenge and does all that. But then, you know, it's a movie, so she gets her wings back and becomes an angel again. Yeah. That's really interesting <laughs> that you say that because, I mean, the archetypal piece of it, I agree with. Yeah. It's just that. And the fact that, like, the iron burns her, that seems, like, real demony to me, you know? I don't it know. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if it has more, what do you call it? I wonder if it has more um, mythological. Yeah, like I'm going like to look it up. It's like some Dante's Inferno kind of stuff hmm. going on. But yeah, that was just a just a quick Satan thought. I just like that, though, because <laughs> it's like the it's like the epitome of good versus what would be considered the epitome of evil yeah. if that's where they were. All it right. Comes so from. Wikipedia, it says iron in folklore. Cold iron is historically believed to repel, contain or harm ghosts, fairies, witches and other malevolent supernatural creatures. So, like, nailing an iron horseshoe to a door was said to repel evil spirits or bring good luck to your household. Gotcha. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. 
It did say fairies. Yeah, it did say fairies. <laughs> and she, quote unquote, is a fairy. That's so what she's saying. So, <laughs> yeah, there's that. Not for Satan, but for a fairy, you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about people with fairy gardens? Did you not have like irons <laughs> in your fairy garden? <laughs> yeah. All don't, right. Uh, don't spike anything in. Also, fun fact: it says fairies don't bleed. Just so you know. Oh. Okay. In case you were wondering. Cool. Mm. That's what it said. They don't have central nervous systems. Oh, so. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. I guess <laughs> not. <laughs> All right. Um, so Let's yeah, that's, some money. that's Maleficent. Um, it made a fair amount of money. So it had a production budget of $180 million. And they had to pay for Angelina Jolie. Right. That's, that's, that's part of that. Yeah. Uh, $179. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, excuse me. $179 million. million for Angelina Jolie. $1 million for the rest of the movie. Um, so uh, it, it ended up making... Domestically, two hundred forty-one million dollars, but then worldwide, it made seven hundred fifty-eight million. Oh yeah, they're gonna make money off this next movie too. Yeah, so it did. It did very well. And like, is this one of the best live actions so oh. far? Oh, in my opinion. In my yeah. opinion, no, no, no. Absolutely. I'm talking about money. Do oh, we know? Ooh, that's uh, well, Beauty and the Beast made over a billion, mm. and so did The Lion King, and so did Aladdin, actually. Oh, um, came later. But those, but those early ones like Cinderella and Alice, it was Wonderland. the best, I think, up to that yeah, point. Yeah, I think it was the best. And I, I will say right now that it's the best. I, I like guess it better I can't than call the other it ones. a live action remake because it's almost an original story. But yeah. I mean, you know? that's the best part about it, you know, like when I, Alice in Wonderland is kind of like that too. It's 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 different from the from the cartoon. Whereas Jungle Book, Aladdin, Lion King, all those are direct remakes. It's exactly the same as even Beauty and the Beast. Like too. if we're yeah, well, if we're talking direct thing. remake, Beauty and the Beast is probably the best one. But like out of live actions, this one is like fire. So good. I agree with you. I but I will say that I do not like the direct remakes as much. Um, I, I do not appreciate them. Well, that's them. why we like Al- you like Alice in Wonderland. I too, do right? like Alice in Wonderland, but the thing about that one is that if you don't like Tim Burton, you're not going to like it. Right, that's true. And that's true. I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan, like all the time, mm-hmm. but the Tim Burton elements I really enjoy. But uh, again, like my mom, for example, does not like Tim Burton anything. Yeah. Mm. And so when she watches that movie, all she can focus on is the Tim Burton stuff. Okay. Mm. And so sense. she doesn't like it. Yeah. But I like the story that they tell there because it's very different, even though right. it, it has central characters that we know. Yeah. Uh, th- this one is is definitely like the most inventive of all of the, the live action. Clever. It's it's really clever. Like they they do they did a really good job of of adding backstory and it, like I said at the beginning, like enhancing the original movie. Cause like now I can put all of these motivations onto the Maleficent in Sleeping Beauty and it makes her mm-hmm. almost like a little bit of a stronger character. And there's something so satisfying when things make sense. Oh like God. when it clicks in your brain where it's just like you have, that's even so weird. If it's not it makes you tingle. Like you yes. said, where you're like, I get it. Yeah. Well, and even if it's not intentional, like you see the Raven, like mm-hmm. maybe that Raven isn't really supposed to be her BFF, but sure. you're like, Oh no, I'll he's her it. BFF. Yeah, like and also, his name is Diavol, <laughs> which is like <laughs> devil, which is like uh, black crows, like bad. That was just so good. <laughs> I think the sixteen and the true love's kiss is what got me the most. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like in my bones, it's like I was well, like, because then it was like, then it had meaning versus just like, girl, you curse. I'm gonna throw out a number. Oh, you trying to be a woman? You can't be a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's so like funny <laughs> because just how, just how like any princess is them just like Ali Cravalho is Moana to me or you know just every single princess actress like Adina Menzel is Elsa now like 
now Angelina Jolie is Maleficent. Like, I see her, and I'm like, that's Maleficent. Like, she's very, was, like, the first one to be able to do that with a villain. Right. Oh, agreed. You For know? sure. Um, fun fact. So, the writer of this movie, Maleficent, is named Linda Wolverton. Um, she she also wrote the live action Alice in Wonderland, mm. but she also was a writer on The Lion King and Beauty and the Beast, like the original cartoons. Mm. So that's that's it's kind of a you incredible go, journey. She also did Alice Through the Looking Glass. I'm gonna uh, knock that one off as if it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> oh, also she did Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Look at the Looking Glass. We thought it was really good. You liked, liked it? That one. I didn't like that one. Yeah. I I would have liked it more had it not had the actor. That was doing the clock dude. The, the time travel. What are you talking about? That guy was awesome. Guy. He's ridiculous. Nah. Borat. He's eccentric. <laughs> yes, that guy. Nah, He's too much. Nah, he was perfect for that role. He's Adam Sandler. Yeah. Well, we went to the Oogie Boogie <laughs> nah. Bash, Luis. They had the. You Tim can like him, Luis. I'm sorry. They had the Tim Burton Mad Hatter at the Oogie Boogie Bash. Oh. Yeah. I'm saying it out. Luis likes the Mad Hatter. I'll show you a picture right now, Luis. The dip. The you mean um, Johnny Shadow? Not Johnny Depp. Johnny oh, I don't think <laughs> I saved the picture from my Instagram. I'll no, that, that g- that's definitely the best Mad Hatter. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland is a little twerp. <laughs> Alice, <laughs> twerpy. Um, no, the the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Oh, right, Louis right, right, does right. not like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. In the park. That's understandable. Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Mad Hatter. Yeah, Luis doesn't like that Mad Hatter. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little wild. He was real. He so was ratings. Do we have ratings? Ratings, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, um, I'm going to read this. So <laughs> this is the. Emily's th- laughing at her ears. Our <laughs> Maleficent ears. Horns. Oh, the yeah. Burger the horns King were. Maleficent uh, ears. <laughs> they were fun. Um, so I'm going to read this. The, the critics' consensus says Angelina Jolie's magnetic performance outshines Maleficent's dazzling special effects. Unfortunately, the movie around them fails to justify all that impressive effort. So the tomato score on this one is 53%. Whoa. But the audience score is 70%. Okay. Yeah. So it was critically, you know, kind of mixed, but I think I think a lot of people like us like like this movie. Um okay, well, I'll rate this movie right now. I'm giving it a a 9. Nice. Um, it's a top villain moving movie <laughs> moving. <laughs> it's a top a villain, villain movie origin story. I would even give it a nine and a half. The only reason I wouldn't give it a ten is I don't even know because <laughs> I don't like that. Oh no, you. You don't like Lana Del Rey. No, just that song. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine. I think it's solid. I I have high expectations for the next movie, which may not be good. Um, for me to ha- come at go into a new movie with high expectations, but we'll see. I'm giving it a nine. Yeah, Andre. That's good. Um, I think I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Like this is a really, really solid movie. It's it's really good. It is, uh, one of the yeah. I think it is the best live action, um, Disney movie out in the you know the most recent trend of them. Um, and Angelina Jolie, yeah, she she's she's really killing it in this role. Like, um. Yep. You know, she she she's had a, a a fair amount of like pretty stellar roles out there, but this one seems like it's like made for her. She's the Robert Downey Jr. of Maleficent. For sure. Yeah, 8.5. Louie, what about you? Yes, let her be around as Maleficent for 15 years. <laughs> I'm down. Maleficent 4. 21 movies <laughs> later. <laughs> My god, I can't the believe Maleficent sacrificed herself. Uh, <laughs> How many body parts does she have to <laughs> sacrifice? <laughs> 
Sorry, Lou. Go ahead. Ten. Ten. Dang. Boom. Just give it a ten. Whoa. You can't call it my favorite if it he doesn't have a ten. Favorite. Top five. Well, I, I mean, one. I Do must have really things? enjoyed it because I watched it again in the same day. <laughs> 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 I'd watch it again right now. Yeah, man. It's, it's good stuff. I'd watch it again right now. Whoa. Wow. You heard it here first, ladies and gents. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Dang. All right. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I'll give it an 8.5. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. Um, I think the acting was really good, and what I mean by acting is not so much the like verbal dialogue, mm-hmm. but the um, the emotions, emotions, the um, nonverbals, just everything about it was done very well. And I think a lot of times people like to glaze over that as if it's not so important mm-hmm. in all mm-hmm. in our communication today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I say, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> you might not think I'm fine. Right. Like that, you know, everything that comes along with our nonverbal communication S- is so important. All in the undertones. And she 100% rocked that. Um, the one thing I would say is that the music didn't catch me. Yeah. Like, like, like I, mm-hmm. I don't that think I'd yeah, say like I the movie didn't have a score, yeah. but that's not true. Do you know what I mean? I definitely didn't notice it that much, though. But I will say that I'm happy there was no singing. Yeah, yeah, very much. happy. Yeah. So that's why I don't think Mulan, the live action, I think the live action Mulan's going to be good with no singing. I'm about it. Yeah, I, don't, I don't need it. I need something different. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know? I'm cool with that. Uh, the um, music was done by James Newton Howard. He has done some other stuff. He did uh, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Of course he, he would do Oh, wait, no. <laughs> he no, he didn't. He didn't compose those. Those are Hans Zimmer. He one hundred percent did not do he those. He did King Kong and uh, other things that don't matter. Fantastic Beasts. Andre has Joker on the brain. Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm. Oh, and Where to Find Them. Okay. And Where to Find <laughs> Them. <laughs> the Crimes and Where to he Find Them. He did the Hunger Games. I need another one too. of those movies to come out ASAP. Anyways, we're getting off topic. So the one thing though that I was gonna say about the music is that. Um, Angelina Jolie apparently handpicked Lana Del Rey to sing mm. that song. Okay, it's not bad. I just don't want to listen to it for fun. You know no, I, mean? I agree. I'm just throwing it out there because the undertones, number one, Angelina Jolie had much creative freedom in this movie. Mm-hmm. She was like picking stuff yeah. here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think she's an executive um, producer. Makes sense. And s- with that, she she was like, Lana. Get on it. Yeah. Scare up the kids. I don't like Lana Del Rey. Um, I've said before that she just sounds like, like a sexy baby, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Summertime sadness. Um, but <laughs> but Emily I d- likes Lana. <laughs> <laughs> but, I do, but I do like. First um, off, <laughs> Luis is the biggest Lana Del Rey okay. fan. He has like six Lana Del Rey CDs. Four. <laughs> All four. Uh, I like her a lot. All I like jammers. Her, I like her slinky sound. I believe she just was way. That's just how she is. Yeah. Uh, r- despite that, though, despite my dislike of her, Your generally, sexy baby, the, sex, the sexy baby voice. Uh, <laughs> I I do like this rendition of the song. I I like this song a lot. Um, hmm. Once upon a dream. Which is funny because I do not. No. I don't. Dig I it. don't dig it. <laughs> I just didn't need it. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> Anyways. Um, listeners, let us know um, if you're how much you liked this Maleficent. If you had summertime sadness. If you had summertime <laughs> sadness, and if your summertime sadness is gonna continue into fall spoopy season, watching Stop with the <laughs> <spoopy>. <laughs> Maleficent: Mistress of Evil, the second movie. 
Also, as Andre said on the crack in the vault, I'm going to talk about what we saw in our preview because uh, you know me, I just can't keep a secret. I got to let it out yeah, of my so system. We got to put it behind a paywall. It's a Michelle <laughs> problem, and I'm working on Ooh, yeah, it. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll discuss Tom Holland. Let's discuss well. Tom Holland, too. No, I'm okay, first Michelle, off, Tom Holland yeah, next week. Letting the <laughs> let's talk about next week. Letting the spoofies. Louise, tell everybody what we're going to watch next week. He doesn't remember. Girl, I don't even know. <laughs> he doesn't know because we're watching a movie that both Louise, Emily, and myself have not seen. Andre claims he's seen, but Your I don't believe him. boy has seen it. We're watching. We're watching The Black Cauldron. This seems like a spoopy movie. Um, <laughs> yes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's got <laughs> She hates it so much. It's got spoopiness. It. <laughs> this is a 1985 animated um, oh, it's Disney movie. movie. It's going to be good. Yes. None of us were alive. I love 80s movies, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to so be good. <laughs> check it out with us. It's got a cauldron. That okay. sounds like it's Halloween, cauldron. right? Here's the deal, it's Michelle. Got black stuff. <laughs> we all like 80s movies, but none of us like animated 80s movies. <laughs> we don't <laughs> learn today. <laughs> <laughs> we might. Yeah, dude. All day. Page All Master. Day. Dog. Day. Actually, I think Page Master is back. So let us... um um Page Master. Oh best movie. So let cool. us know if you guys um, you like the are Master. Black awesome. Cauldron fans because we've had a lot of listeners before who really like all these early classics. So... That's why we remember we did Bed Knobs. I don't know if I consider it a classic. Yeah, well, they made us watch that Sword in the Stone movie that we weren't thrilled about. (laughs) (laughs) That one is definitely that one, Sword in the Stone That one movie, which actually Andre and I said we want to watch again because I think we would like it this time. I totally want to rewatch it. (laughs) <laughs> you guys but know I own it, right? Oh, it's okay. on Blu-ray. Might as well. Um, <laughs> right so, now. yeah, The Black Cauldron. Yeah, so come with us uh, on that journey. Check it out. Uh, it, it's We're going to be fun. brewing. In the meantime, <laughs> We're gonna uh, be brewing. Uh, watch this. I'm going to make it short. Check this out. Social media. We're at the Wallfall Pod. Follow us there. Email contact at thewallfallpod.com. That'll make me happy. Support us by subscribing and rating on iTunes and all that other stuff. We're on YouTube. Leave a comment. Shout out to at Disneyland Adventures for shipping our podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah Disneyland thanks. Adventures. Thanks, Disneyland Adventures. Thanks. We appreciate your There's multiple A's, so I feel adventure. like I had to add patronage. If you like wanna, imagination. If you want to help support us, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash the wall vault. Sign up there. It's only a dollar. Super cheap. We'll get you some extra content coming into your faces there's a, another podcast Here's called the crack in the vault i post my notes there's some other stuff in there some kingdom hearts nonsense and all kinds of whatnot and we'll send you a gift in the mail if you sign up at the five dollar or more level so that's it for now we'll see you next time for some black culture goodness the vault is not closed